So if you have seen the sneak peeks of Holler Hall on our Instagram feeds or Facebook feeds, you might be wondering what in the world are these two up to now? Um, And I often ask myself the same question. (laughs) Um, But this podcast we recorded and tried to explain what in the world we're doing. And hopefully you're going to enjoy, maybe be inspired, hopefully excited, and maybe even come on by to give us a visit. Hey, friends. Welcome to The Schoolhouse Life, where we answer your pressing questions and share useful tools for creating your most fulfilling, self-sufficient family homestead. We go back to basics in all things family, faith, and farming, and we're eager to teach you what we've learned, everything from growing a garden to earning an income to living a less toxic and more nature-based lifestyle. We're thrilled you're here and hope you leave inspired to live your life as a schoolhouse too. Hey y'all, so today we wanted to just update you on some of the things that we've got going on. We kind of got this new project um, and we thought you might want to know about our Airbnb, our venture into income producing properties as a way of adding some more income. From the homestead even. Yeah, from the homestead even. Um, It's been a bit of a learning experience, learning curve, and um, we were going to share some of the things that we've learned. Drew's learned more than me, but... Oh, come on. I'm along for the ride. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, let's sort of start at the beginning. So first, you know, if you've been here, you know, we've updated the schoolhouse, which was just formerly a 40s style little farmhouse with it's just about 900 square feet, I yeah. guess. It's tiny. It had four walls. We took them all out. Yeah, it's just an open floor plan. We raised the roof. Literally, we opened the ceiling so you can see the rough sawn lumber from which the house was built that was actually on the property. Um, and we've had lots of events here, you know, it sort of was finished in the middle of the, I don't know if you heard about the COVID epidemic. Right. <laughs> um, so we sort of had a soft open, we would do markets outside and we, we would have meetings inside and we've been doing that all through. There's a girl that teaches yoga here and we have a small little store. We ran the market through here for two years. We did um, Skillshare. We did Skillshare big event. on our property. Yeah. yeah. So we've had a lot of fun with this property. And then I guess six months ago or so, we're like, you know, we also need to open it up to people who want to maybe stay the weekend. Yeah. Um, we've had a few baby showers and wedding showers and things. People will rent it out for that kind of a thing. Um, I would say that the ambiance is pretty sweet and old, kind of cozy, vintage grandma vibe. Um, so, you know, I think that's like what the description nostalgic. literally says is. Like stepping into grandma's house. <laughs> Lacey's done a really good job with like finding refrigerator and stove and sink and everything that like matches the era. Yeah. Does it all, is it all like really 40s? I feel like some of it is maybe different. Actually, the oven, enough. usually people are like, oh, the oven is my favorite. I had one just like that. Or my grandma had just one just like that. And I was like, well, that one's deceiving. It was actually built in the 70s. Was it? <laughs> yeah. Someone yeah, wrote but... me the other day from the picture and was like, where? Where'd you find that oven and do you like it? Because I've been thinking about buying one. Oh, and I was like, huh, I didn't know that was like a sought after. They never wrote back because I was curious. I was like, why, why that one? But yeah, if that was you and you're listening to this, right? <laughs> right back <laughs> and let me know. know. <laughs> I want to know why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And there's still work to be done. The outside still needs paint and, you know, some things just need stuff. But um the inside is nice. It's a cozy little place. We bumped out this, the roof. Drew built a dormer so that we could put a loft up there with a, a bed. So um, it's, you know, it's minimal, but minimalistic. In retrospect, the bed, the loft, I wish I would have made big enough to put a king bed up there. Like if we would have been thinking about. You've got to be kidding me. Yeah. 
I don't even know how. I can't. Even maybe a queen. I mean, at least a queen. We <laughs> have a, a full double up there. We have a full, right? Yeah. And I mean, I I think it's reasonable. It's cozy. If you love who you're sleeping with, you're fine. Plus, <laughs> in this age, you know, the age of this house, the age that that's we're true. Matching, they didn't have queens. That's what they oh, it's authentic. It's on on brand, brand. On theme. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we love the space and we use it pretty constantly. And now we've, we've had somebody in it every weekend for the last month or so. Yeah. Um, which, you know, helps tremendously, you know, we never thought we put a lot of money into this. And so, you know, we knew we wanted it for like community slash education space, but, um, the Airbnb side of things, it wasn't like top priority, but we realized that we were missing an opportunity to get some extra income. Well, I would say it's been like a. It's still a little bit of a controversial between you and I of like, so we want to have it be a community space and we have farmer mastermind here, but like last weekend when we had farmer mastermind, it was also somebody had rented it for three nights, which was like the equivalent of like almost $500. So I was like, well, we'll just have farmer mastermind at our house and skip the schoolhouse. But then it's like, well, why do we have the schoolhouse if we're not using the schoolhouse for community events? Yeah. And so there is like this like kind of trade-off when you're doing it. And I would say like I think that you can kind of from what I've seen, people want their privacy when they stay. Like so far out of everybody that stayed, only one person has asked, like, could we like see the animals? We've mm-hmm. actually only met one person that stayed so <laughs> yeah. far. And I think we've had almost 10 people stay here now. Oh, wow. Through all the different things. Yeah. And I will say, too, you know, at at first I thought events would be what I would really want to focus on, but they're just so hands on, which I don't mind doing. But it is something that it takes a lot more of our energy than the Airbnb, which is sort of like, you know, they take care of themselves. Yeah. You know, and and we've been able to kind of like make it a family business some. So like. Naomi is quote unquote cleaning afterwards. She's 18. Yeah. She's 18. And then, um, <laughs> don't air quote that. And Eliza is, <laughs> she listens to our podcast. I, know, so you're gonna be in I, know, I did that for her. Uh, and then Eliza like made pizza dough for our the people last time that were staying and they, uh, we just gave her the money straight for that. So it, it's like a cool little, like kind of family thing. I, Lacey and I have talked about it. Like, I think I would like a little bit more of like, hands um, on hands on like I enjoy meeting people and being a host yeah but I would say most of the people are kind of like eh, just give me my space which I get like if I go on vacation I don't know like I really don't want the host around no uh-uh. it's kind of it's I'll a say, weird so thing. I think that kind of leads into the next little nugget is that we know we love retreat we know yeah. we love I've hosted several and it's my jam I love it yeah and um so I think, you know, now our wheels are spinning of how can we scratch that itch? Right. Um, and we've got some things in the pipe, so be looking out for that. But um, we're talking about Holler Hall. Mm, Holler Hall. <laughs> so, yeah, we can transition to the next topic of Airbnb. So the other thing is, you know, wait, I think we should pause. pause. We, should, we should not call it Airbnb. We should not call. I try not to, but it yeah. just rolls out. Yeah. They've really done a masterful have- job at branding. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, no, they're just income properties, right? Right, vacation rental. Vacation rental. So the the deal is like just like social media, like you don't want to build your house on rented land. Mm -hmm. So just like on social media, you don't want your entire business to be set up on like Instagram or any of those Facebook. Facebook, they lock you out, and what then? And then you you just lost it. So the the same with vacation rentals, Airbnb should be one stream. 
So we have it listed on Airbnb, on VRBO, on Logify, on Booking.com. And privately. And, and privately. In fact, like the last people that just stayed here were like, we love it. We want to come back soon. And I was like, that's awesome. Just let us know next time and we'll book it privately with you. And we're able to give them a discount because Airbnb takes about 16% in commissions, which is, you know, they're marketing and getting it out there. And I appreciate the effort. But um, just like you want to build your email list instead of building your social media following, you want to do the same with vacation rentals. You want to build um, repeat customers that are coming to you directly. Yeah. So there's tip number one. and we're by no means, I, we should also say, we're by no means like professionals experts. or experts at this. We're in it six months. and Learning just, as we go. But, you know, like everything else, we just digest and consume as much information as possible, trying to like get up to speed. So yeah. that's just what the people are saying. I think we're in the officially like the application period. So right. now we also have bought another price. So just to like preface, how, oh, how did you afford a second home? Um, we have, you know we've double paid on our mortgage for years, right? which we highly encourage anyone to do on their first home. Um, and then also the property value of our first home has skyrocketed. Almost doubled. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so our, we were advised by our financial advisors that we should invest into something else, another form of residual income. And uh, we, we looked at a few options and came to the conclusion that it would be great if we could find something that also served sort of a family desire, um, which is to be in the mountains more. We love the mountains. And I met in uh, Boone in North Carolina. And so we just, you know, <laughs> the mountains are calling. So I must go. Right. So we looked and looked and looked and looked. We spent the summer driving around trying to find something. Um, and then we got something. <laughs> yeah, We got it. And it, it was actually in pretty great condition. The kids were laughing because it was the first non-foreclosure that we've ever purchased we've ever bought and ever we bought, bought four three, houses three, four. Yeah. yeah and um we were like okay we're gonna go up there and stay and they're like we can't sleep in it that's gross <laughs> there's gonna be rats you know like the first time we went up um but it was perfectly clean uh we did did a pretty big gut job on the upstairs repainted everything you know did it fun I, i'd say it's more like a um i don't know I don't know. What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, what, did, what did Israel call it? Boho? Or, yeah, boho. Or, um, or something yeah, else. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about, but it's more like an inn and it, you know, try to get creative and make it fun. It's not your standard house, I yeah. would say. Um, We're focusing on families, focusing on like, what does it mean to go on a vacation as a family? And it'd be like something relaxing not where everybody sits down and watches a tv mm-hmm. we will have a tv in there but that's not like the focus it's in the basement like it's kind of tucked away like we want people to connect with outside but then we're also looking at it like th- here's a spot now that we can do retreats like i will say one of the major things that i would recommend for anyone who is looking to do this is to know what you're looking for yeah because when we were looking at properties uh, the one thing we would not compromise on was a water feature we water feature needed a water feature yeah. and and by that you mean what creek creek yeah. <laughs> it needed to have and i was very adamant that the property that we had yeah. had to have a creek because we've stayed at several airbnbs over the years that were close to creeks and it made a huge difference in our enjoyment of the property oh yeah because the kids and and us will just sit and play in the creek all day long yeah. and you know it's nice to go on a hike and do that there but 
it's totally different experience when you can walk out with your coffee and sit there. You right. know? I mean, it's just, it's an amazing. Um, and this one is like, I feel like even better because we can walk out on the coffee and sit on the back porch <laughs> and see the kids in playing the in creek, the playing in the creek, but yeah. they're far enough that they can't bother us. Maybe is the right word. But, they're um, not screaming in our ears. Yeah, they're not screaming in our ears, and we can enjoy the morning. They get they their, can, their yeah. alone time. We get our yeah. alone time, um, but all within sight of each other. Yeah. And the last time we were up there, this is a nice flat spot where um, one of our kids was flying a kite. I mean, it's just it's yeah. it's just it's a really really nice place to be. Yeah. Um. So that would be one of the major things that I would say is really focus on what you want to have on the property. What do you want to do with the property? Who is it going to appeal before you buy anything? Don't just get the cheapest deal. Don't, don't just compromise. Get, on yeah. It, and yeah. don't compromise on, I mean, that Creek is there, right? right. So that's important. Um, and there were some other things that we were really ideally looking for. We'd love to find it. We wanted to find a place that we could potentially build some tiny homes in the future. So right. that might be something we work up to. Um it had to be room for our kids. And there had to be a small town nearby yes, to do something. To do something. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and Sparta was like, we were like, oh man, never even heard of Sparta. But like, <laughs> they have like a bowling alley and a coffee shop. It's yeah. not like my favorite coffee shop, but it's a coffee shop. There's, um, <laughs> what else is there? Uh, well, it wasn't open the last time we were there. So that was yeah. kind of bummer. But and there's a uh, boba tea. Boba like, tea. The, like, I don't know. There's, there's lots of there's fun like things There's several restaurants that are really delicious. Yeah. And there's live music almost all the time. Yeah. Through the summer, there's a ton going on. Um, but family-friendly things. You know? Right. And um, then around the corner from the property that we bought is the new river. They put in for the new river. So you can get in your kayaks or your tubes and just hop in the river and be, off you go. So our creek eventually leads about a mile away maybe if yeah that, um into the new so um that's huge i mean that's a lot and then there's some really amazing hiking spots the parkway is i think there's two exits into sparta on the parkway uh so it just checked a lot of boxes um for us in terms of what we're looking for when we go on vacation right um and then we're adding our own little spice i guess i don't know to the style and Things that we think are going to be appealing to families, um, everyone from the yeah. mom to the dad to the kids, everybody. Um, but and then we're also thinking like we could have you come out and like, you know, different audience, you know, all kinds of people come out to it and like set up tents and have like a little homestead gathering out there. Because we yeah. have nine and a half acres that we can like, you know, have a retreat and that like fulfills that other itch for us of like how can we host people and like make them have feel like they're having the most amazing experience around in what the we, middle of nowhere. Yeah. It's quiet there. And you can like turn out the lights and see stars like forever. I mean, yeah. it, it's amazing. It is. It's really so. amazing. Um, but anyway, so that was, you know, that's what the project that we've got. If you've been following us, we're debating on starting a new account just for the retreats, but um, you know, so where we can share pictures and ideas and fun things to do. But um as of right now, you can check out at Lacey of the Schoolhouse Farm, or well, I forget what my Instagram handle is, <laughs> um, or the Schoolhouse Life on yeah. Instagram and see pictures um, of what we've got going on. But uh, we're really excited, and that should be open in a few weeks. Hopefully in a couple of weeks. <laughs> oh, one, one suggestion I did want to hit on is we've had friends who've successfully done this. So we've had a lot of kind of folks help us along the way and give us adv- advice and ideas and, and sort of show us how it works which has been really great. 
Um, but one of the things I think you kind of have to make a choice about, because as homesteaders, I think, and I've said this before, we tend to be the ones who like do it all ourselves, you know, DIYers to the end. Um, but what, one of the decisions we made about the property was that we were not going to do all the work on the house because right. we couldn't, you know, if we, we'd have to pick up and leave and do it and spend our, you know, weeks and weeks and weeks there to make that happen. Yeah. Um, so we, before we even bought the house, we asked our favorite contractor if he would be willing to go up there and do the work for us. And he was more than willing. He loves the area and he's been up there and he even on his day off went up with his family to show them the spot. And he said that they're eager to be the first ones to stay. So I I just think it's really, um, that, that touched my heart because I was, you know, I was just really happy that they were happy with how it's turning out. He always makes a face when he sees my paint color. So <laughs> <laughs> the fact that he's on board with it means that, you know, he had never painted the ceiling of the same color as the wall before, which our house does have a lot of that. So, or, or a whole room black top. Right. Bottom. <laughs> yeah. He was a little skeptical, I think, but he's seeing it come together and I think he likes it. Um, and I'll say like to that end to like, we had asked him how long it'll take. And he had said like, essentially about a month and a half less than it did. So like budgeting that also of like time frame in, in the construction world, whatever they tell you, it's probably going to be double that. I don't feel like he was that he's usually pretty spot on, but there have been some things, extenuating circumstances, trouble with family member health That's true, and, a little bit. and the weather, you know, a lot of it is contingent on temperatures and things. And anyway, so yeah. That's part of the but the time budget. <laughs> yeah, but I would just everybody's got you, a story. Yeah, before you start, like, yeah, gung ho, I'm going to do this. I'm going to fix something up. I'm going to, you know, whatever. And even smarter would be to find and buy something that was just ready to go. Yeah, but we just didn't. We didn't come across that. Or we no, kept, that costs more. It, it, well, it costs yeah. more. Yeah, we found a few places, but honestly, I'm happier with this property and then how this is going to turn out in the end. And in the end, too, we've built more equity in the house through doing the things that we've done. So um, but anyway, yeah. So I thought, you know, some of you might be curious about what what is this business going on here? And we have talked a great deal about earning income um, as a homesteader. And, you know, it's that diversifying that I think really makes all the difference. Yeah. And, it, you know, if it's something that you're interested in and you want to, like, kind of get more details, shoot us a message on one of the social media platforms or uh lacy at the schoolhouse life.com and um you know we'd be happy to share more of it and if you want to stay at one of the places at the schoolhouse or at holler hall in sparta um we'd love to have you so oh so this is a funny thing somebody asked me i said yeah it's holler holler like what is that what is holler oh yeah they didn't even know what they didn't happened. know what a holler was they weren't from the appalachians <laughs> appalachian um yeah, so Holler, just a quick, yeah, like description. It is a low place between mountains um, that traditionally people would build their homesteads because they would they were it was flat. Near, it was near water. It's near water, and also if you yell, everyone in all the surrounding mountains can hear you. It's like yeah. yodeling. So you can I holler guess. down the down the holler, holler down the holler. Yeah, yeah, you can hear it. You know, and sound travels down there and echoes. But anyway, so that's you know Holler Hall. And we did haul because we got to stay on brand with the schoolhouse theme. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for listening and we'll see you next time.